0: This isn't what it looks like, secret series by Miss Bosch. Bosch, book number four. four, chapter 21, The Lodestone. Wait, okay. So I, so I might sit far away because I am, because I'm at my mirror right now. Peyton's um, getting ready. She's doing her morning routine. Did you wash your face? Um, no. You want to go wash your face and pause? No, what's my face? My- you have to wash your face in the morning, too. Yeah. <sighs> okay, we're pausing again. Okay, we're back. Ready, Peyton. Yep, brushing my hair. Okay. Chapter twenty-one: The Lodestone. Good sirs, milady, how many in your party tonight? The three young Turkish Society members had hoped to get work, to get to work immediately, cracking the mystery of the lodestone. But Galab had absolutely insisted that they, that they join him at the Medieval Days restaurant that evening. As it turned out. He had more than a sufficient number of coupons stashed in his pocket to cover dinner for a dozen people. And good thing, too, because there were six at the Nuts table regulars sitting at the round table... Six Nuts table regulars sitting at the round table at the medieval days. One round of... One of the round tables, I should say. Cask, Max, Ernest, yo -Yo Yoji Benjamin, Glob, and Daniel, Nathaniel, Danielle, who had been happy who had been so happy at the news um, of Glob's safe return that he begged his father to take him to dinner. Okay, pausing for coffee. (laughs) Okay. And 11, if you counted, hit the four parent chaperones, who was agreed by all would sit at their own table farther away from the jousting stage, and all mayhem, and who, of course, were not. At the nuts table regulars, in the first place, needless to say, medieval days was not an easy place to concentrate. The combination of clattering dishes, screaming children, jousting nights made it difficult to hold a conversation, let alone study five hundred year old objects for clues about an ancient secret, an ancient secret, oh, an ancient Egyptian secret. Not that you could have spoken freely with Glob and Daniel. Not Danielle, present anyways. None of that stopped Max Ernest from stereotypically examining the lodestone under the table. What Alas, it present, like the present time, like right now. But like presently, I'm reading a book to you. Oh. In this present time, like in this exact time. Um. So there's like past in the future, mm-hmm. right? Past, future, present means now. Like it's happening right now. Yeah. Um that loads okay. None none of that stopped Max Ernest from serotypically examining the lodestone under their table. Alas there was no more able there was no more they were no more able to find the secret message written on it than Lord Pharaoh had. (sighs) (sighs) Had been when when PC started to grab some of the lodestone Max Ernest gave up and passed it under the table to Cass. Silently communicating with her that they would examine it again later okay <clears throat> okay she tried silently communicating back but remember we have to turn return the lodestone to miss johnson tomorrow we don't have very much time in the end she tried the tired kids had a little cho- had little choice but to focus on the food and entertainment the hamburgers the hamburgers everybody agreed were terrible although glob wolfed his down anyways just in case Management was looking. As for the joust, it was vastly inferior to what they had seen earlier in the day. Yo-Yoji Glob asserted would have inha- annihilated all of the so-called kings at the restaurant. Thanks, bro," said Yo-Yoji, figuring anybody who helped them ca- catch Lord Pharaoh, even unwittingly, deserved a bro status. By the way, Cass Glob. By the way, Cass Glob has some really good news about marketing your trail mix, said Max Ernest, perhaps thinking the same thing. Oh, that's great, said Cass, with a, with a notable lack of enthusiasm. Oh, that's great. Well, that's probably what she said it like. Daniel, not Danielle, smiled from her behind his dreadlocks. Don't worry, he seemed to be saying, or don't worry, he seemed to be saying, Glob will be on to his next scheme tomorrow and he'll forget about your trail mix. Late that night, Max Ernest called Cast to tell, called Cass to tell her that he'd had an inspiration and that he was on his way to her house with PC in tow. One of the advantages of parents' newfound total lack of interest in him was that he can come as go and go as he pleased. She waited by the front door so she could let him in, Max Ernest and his baby brother without walking, waking her mother. When they got up to her room, Max Ernest laid PC on Cass's bed, then pulled a toy out of his pocket. It consisted of a yellow cardboard rectangle laminated in plastic. It was about the size of a small book and it said Harry Berry on top. In the middle, it was a bald, barefaced man smiling. At the bottom was a layer of what looked like black dust. This cast looked at it as... wait, Askins. I don't know what that means. A-S-K-A-N-C-E. Askins. Okay. This is what you had to show me, Harry Berry? It's game. You're supposed to put it in the back. You're supposed to put his back to him. Watch. When Max Ernest removed a small metal bar from the slot on the side, proceeding to drag it across the plastic, black dust rose from the bottom of the picture and settled in the ragged line underneath the man's nose. After hearing all of that about magnets from Pietro and Miss Johnson, I sent away for these magnet mag, these magnet magic tricks said Max Ernest this one came today great but I think PC is about to destroy your mustache that's not the point said Max Ernest pulling Harry berry out of the baby's hands give me a plate and some scissors when Max when Cass returned with the requested items Max Ernest cut a corner off of the toy and poured the magic fillings onto a plate now give me the lodestone okay but all the dust is going to come going to go flying onto it I know, that's what I want. In order to retrieve the lodestone from her backpack, Cass had to separate from a compass, a flashlight, a Swiss Army knife, but after moderate exertion, she handed it to Max Ernest. Oh, Swiss Army knives have like, lots of things on them. That's like, true. Used to have one. Yeah. As soon as he brought the lodestone with three feet of magnetic dust, Within three feet of magnetic dust, the dust started streaming through the air towards it. Within seconds, the lodestone was entirely covered. Nice, said Cass. Now it looks like a big furry bug. Patience, Watson, said Max Ernest, brushing off the magic dust off of the backside of the lodestone. I noticed that the silver on the back of the lodestone was a little thicker than you might expect, but not as heavy. So I thought, what if there's another layer inside it? And guess what? I don't know if it's wood or wax or stone or what. But whatever it is, it blocks the magic. I mean, the magnet. Grinning, Max Ernest turned the lodestone so that the box, the silver back now faced Cass. How about that? Very cool, but don't call me Watson. Most of the silver was covered with magnetic, with magnetic dust, but where the lodestone's magic pow- magnetic powers had been blocked, small letters had emerged. Cass's ears tingled as she read, as above... So below, yep, it was. A, it was as if the jester were right there in the room with them. As thrilling as it was to see the lodestone's secret message revealed by the next morning when she delivered the lodestone to the principal's office, Cass, Cass's excitement had waned. After all, the message was one she'd already heard several times from the fortune teller. Coming from the jester, the meaning seemed even more obscure. Max Ernest, however, would not be deterred. It's not necessarily supposed to be the secret itself. Just a clue or a message, you said, right? For the next 24 hours or so, he devoted himself to trying to decipher the potential meaning from the permutations of the words, as above, so below. No, it's fine. He reported back that they were the first words of the emerald tablet, supposedly one of the founding documents of alchemy, Cass couldn't help but feeling Max Ernest was looking in the wrong direction. She knew that the just she knew the jester. Unless his interest had changed radically as he got older, he wouldn't particularly he he wasn't particularly interested in alchemy or anything else very serious. When he obviously well well, he obviously knew knew about it or he wouldn't have written it, said Max Ernest, slightly peeved. So what do you what do you think I should be looking in? just think about like about it like well the jester the, like the jester liked the kind of stuff you liked oh yeah what kind of stuff is that Max Ernest said you know magic jokes puns codes whatever alchemy has all kinds of stuff like that for example I was just reading that oh never mind forget I said anything and that and they left it at that for the moment Okay, I think this might be the last chapter. Hold on. So we have to finish it. All right, we're finishing it.